This episode is powered by Poddex. What up, what up, what up? This is your man, Dre Day. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say again, Merry Christmas to everyone. This is a Christmas episode. Uh, it's going to be a short and simple episode. So before we get into it, obviously, you know, I got to do my Poddex cards. You know what I'm saying? This is how I opened up the podcast to have a little fun before we get into the episode. So let's get straight into it. Let's get the shuffling of the cards. Okay. Here we go. Let me get to another shuffle. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. The card that comes out the deck. Here we go. What's the most embarrassing or worst thing your parents ever caught you doing? This is an easy one for me. This is a very easy one for me. I want to say this was 2005. I want to say I had a young honey over at my house. I'm not going to say her name. I had picked her up from school. Um, she was in college. Um, I wasn't in school. You know, Wasn't working at the time. Really wasn't doing much. But, you know, she was at school. Kingsborough College. So if anybody that's in New York knows that school... That's the school she was going to. I picked her up, brought her back to my house. Just so happens my mother was home. Uh, went upstairs. Um, went upstairs, chilled. Not even. We was downstairs. I forgot. We was downstairs in the basement. Yes, we was in the basement. Because I remember my brother was locked up at the time. And when I used to bring the honeys over, I would take them to the basement. It was in the basement. We was chilling. Obviously, one thing led to a mother. One thing led to another. Listen, y- listen, y'all know how this goes. I don't need. I don't need to explain it to y'all. Y'all, 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 y'all know what happened. So she leaves. A few hours later, my mother comes to me, and she asks me. She was like, "So, what was y'all doing downstairs?" I'm like we wasn't doing nothing. Like we was just chilling. We was watching movies. You know, we we watched Chris Chris Rock's stand up, which was never scared. That was the that was the latest stand up of his at the time, and uh, she was like, "Oh yeah, that's all that's all y'all did." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Why?" She was like, "No, because I heard you having sex down there." I was like, "Whoa, whoa, you heard us?" She was like, "Yeah, I heard you. I heard you." I was like, "You heard me?" She was like, "Yeah, I heard y'all. I heard y'all." I was like, "Dang." So for me, that was the worst moment. But see, my whole thing is this. You said you heard us. So you should be proud because, and this is what I told my mother, you should be proud because that right there tells you, since you heard us, meaning you heard her too, that right there should tell you that your son be putting in that work in the bedroom. (laughs) That's what I told my mother, and then she just said you go to hell and walked out the room. So yeah. That's the card that was pulled out the deck. What's the what's the most embarrassing or worst thing your parents ever caught you doing? Mine's my mother caught me having sex. Now, she didn't catch me in the act. That would have been hell of embarrassing. Even though I've caught my parents in the act. But that's neither here nor there. But she heard me in the act. She heard us in the act. And, you know, that's embarrassing too. But, yeah, 
That's the card that was pulled out the deck. Again, Merry Christmas. This is a Christmas episode. Without any further ado, let's get straight into it. Episode 169 begins now. Let's go. and gents boys and girls you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with dre day podcast i am your host with the most the hoods espn crystal streets golden boy dre day what's up what's up what's up this is episode 169 episode 169 is here and I just want to say Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy Holidays to everyone. Uh, this is going to be a Christmas episode, okay? Uh, this is going to be called the In My Bag episode because this episode, I'm going to go off on some shit. Like, I'm going to go off, you know, on a, you know I'm going to go off on a certain things on, 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 on this episode. So I don't even want to dive into it that much. I don't even want to speak on it that much. Let's get straight into it. Mr. James Harden, I am about tired of your bitch assness. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. And for anybody out there that actually approves and admires what he's doing, then I need. I, but then, then I need to. I, I, I need to. I need. I need to question you. My thing is this: James Harden has let it be known. That he wants to get traded from Houston. I have no problem with you asking for a trade. I have no problem with that. My issue is how you handle it is the issue. Anybody can ask for a trade is how you react to it is what you do afterwards. And his conduct towards himself and his team since he's asked for that trade has been nothing but disappointment. First of all, you come up to show you show up to training camp overweight. You damn near look like a a, a Pillsbury Doughboy, almost. Those two preseason games against the Spurs, you didn't look good. You didn't look good at all. Now, we get to club incident that's being reported. He was in a club chilling with. One of the babies. I don't know if it's the baby or little baby. Supposedly he was at a party. No mask on. And supposedly there's videos. And photos of him being there. Okay. Now what you've done is. You've put your teammates at danger now. You've put them at risk for COVID. They just had to postpone a game. Because of that. Opening night, I forgot exactly who it was they were supposed to be playing. 
the game got postponed because of this. But see, this is what's gonna happen, and I'm and I already know. I I I've you know this 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 is why I, this is why I chose to do this because he only got fined fifty thousand dollars. What happened to the suspension? What happened to that? But Adam Silver, if you let him tell it, he didn't get suspended because. What was the reason? It was a pre. It, it was a first offense, and being that it was Christmas, he wanted to be nice. I'm like, like I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but that's what it looks like to me. Oh, because it's the first offense, and it's Christmas. He's not gonna be suspended. You attended a private indoor party with more than fifteen people. Which is a violation of the NBA's health and safety protocol. So you didn't get suspended, but you only got fined fifty thousand dollars. See, this is the see, this is the gift for some players when you are so-called great, when you're so-called a superstar. Had that been a bum that did that? Had this been somebody that's the 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 10th or 11th guy on the bench? Oh no. They would have got fined and suspended. But being that he's who he is, which quite frankly, to me, he ain't really much, but just a shooter that can shoot his lights out. That's all I see. He doesn't get suspended. Now, the crazy thing is I have posted this on my page on Facebook, I believe on Friday, not Friday, a few days ago. When I found out about the situation with James Harden. And my big homie Miggity, who I like, who, who I love to death. I said James Harden should be suspended on top of that fine, bitch ass nigga, diva ass nigga, which he is. This is what my big homie said, and a bunch of people agreed with me. A bunch of people agreed with me, but this is what he said: Y'all bugging. Y'all don't know what they promised that man to get him to sign. They fired the coach and general manager. Now they got an unproven coach and a nobody GM trying to change everything he was doing when he signed the contract. How quick we forget that Westbrook wanted out too. I'm about to get to that part. If management wanted him gone, they would trade him the day after he signed if they could. Are you trying to tell me he don't have the right to change his mind? First of all, that's the problem right there. Daryl Morey. Because... You gave this man all this shit while he was with Houston. He dictated flights. He dictated practices. He did all of that with Houston. And how, and how did it work? Don't worry, I'll wait. You had all these guys come to this team. You had Dwight Howard come there. It failed. You had Chris Paul come there. It failed. My big homie just said it. Russell Westbrook, you had him come there. It failed. After a while, we got to sit around and stop making excuses for this man. He will not win because of his style of play. It's that simple. Kobe said that shit before he passed. His style of play will not win championships. It'll win scoring titles. It'll win a playoff series here and there. But to carry that Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the season... Getting 16 wins in the postseason, 
that ain't going to cut it. That ain't going to cut it. And after a while, we got to stop sitting around making excuses for James Harden. We got to stop making excuses for him. Now, it's funny that he mentioned Westbrook. Have we heard any prior to Westbrook being traded to the Wizards? Was Westbrook out there acting the damn fool? Was Westbrook out there going to clubs and going to parties, not wearing a mask, putting his team in danger? No. Harden did that. Not Westbrook. Westbrook did say he wanted out, but he did it on the low. He did it on a sneak tip. He was quiet about it. You got you an unproven, I get it, an unproven general manager, a freshly new head coach, a black head coach at that. Ain't you supposed to stand tall for your brother? But let me guess, new regime, chances are a lot of the things that I asked for before ain't going to come to fruition anymore, so now let me act a goddamn fool. Let me put my teammates at risk. Let me not show up the training camp. Let me not be healthy. Let me not be in top-notch shape for the upcoming season. That's what James Harden has proven. But let me guess, because he's so great, it's okay for him to do this. It's like I said before, had this been a bum that did this? Had this been somebody that's shit going towards the tunnel on the bench, they would have got suspended. Quick, fast, in a hurry. Quick, fast, in a hurry. But being that he's so great to some people, he didn't get suspended. And being that it was the first offense, and it's Christmas, Adam Silver wanted to be nice. Fuck being nice. Now, listen, I know these last few episodes I have not cursed. I've been on my best behavior. My mother will be proud of me, but sorry. Right now, I got to let off some venom because this shit right here pissed me off. I don't get what people's fixation and fascination for James Harden is. I really don't. Can he shoot? Can he shoot out the gym? Absolutely. Is he one of the best scorers the league has ever seen? Absolutely. I'm so glad that, listen, watching that game with the Brooklyn Nets and the Golden State Warriors, even though it was against the Warriors, watching that game, and watching how the Nets played, that let me know right there, we do not need James Harden. I hope to God we do not make this move to sign this, the trade for this man. I love Karis LeVert. I love Spencer Din Dinwiddie. I love Jared Allen. Obviously, we might have to trade some future picks for James Harden, but fuck that. We don't need him. We do not need him. His style of play, we do not need him in Brooklyn. We got KD, we got Kyrie. We do not need James Harden. Let his ass stay in Houston. He got two years left on that deal. Let him stay there. Hell, if Philly wants him, let Philly trade up for him. His former GM is over there, Daryl Morey. Before he left Houston, he wrote this letter thanking James Harden, talking about he helped change his life. Let him deal with that headache. Don't bring that shit to Brooklyn. Don't bring it to Brooklyn. And now they're talking about Boston might be a landing place for him. Listen, let me tell y'all something. Boston is not going to trade for James Harden. 
Because guess what? Houston, in return, is going to want Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Don't be surprised if they don't want Marcus Smart either. And I tell you what, if I was Danny Ainge, I'm hanging that phone up. I'm not making that trade. Because that Boston team, they got something over there. I think they're just one piece away. But see, here's the thing. You get James Harden, you're going to have to trade your young stars. And I'm not trading them. Not for no James Harden. Because see, me, I'm about integrity. I'm about showing respect. Not just for yourself, but also for your team. And the way he has acted throughout this whole shit. Since he said he wants to be traded, that's some type of that, that's a player you want on your team? Not me. I don't give a fuck how great you are. I'm about character. That's what I'm about. It's principles behind this. It's principalities about this. And the way James Harden is act, I don't want him on my team. I don't care how great you are. That's why I'm hoping to God. He does, they, Brooklyn does not make this trade for him. They do not make this trade for him. Because we don't need him. We don't need him. And from seeing that game, we shouldn't even want him. We shouldn't. There's no, there's no, there's no reason for us to have him. None whatsoever. What do we need a player for who's just straight ISO, dribble, 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 dribble? What we need that for? We got Kyrie for that. You think that's going to work with them too? No. How KD going to feel about that? He ain't going to feel too good about it. Is he talented? Yes, he is. I don't love his game. And then first of all, let's think about it real quick. All these things that this man was promised when he was, well, I mean, I can't say when he was with Houston because he still is with Houston. Why would you be giving this man all this shit anyway? What the hell has he done to prove that he deserves all that shit? Because let me tell you something. That contract that you gave him, all these postseason blunders that he had, I'd have took everything away from him. Because you done choked too many times in these playoffs since you've been with us. Since you've been with us, you've choked a lot of times in the postseason. So I'd have had to, you know, take some of these things away from you. Dictating practices. Catching certain flights, missing certain flights and nothing happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'd have had to, you know. I had I would have had to push some of that shit back, yo. But yeah, listen, the dude is talented. I get that, but the way he's carrying himself in this, I'm not I'm not with it, and I don't support it. It's not like you don't got a Houston team that can still contend in the West. You got John Wall, who's a full fledged point guard. Boogie, God willing, he can stay healthy. You still got Patrick Beverly. I mean, you still got um. P.J. Tucker, you still got a decent little squad over there. And for you being who you're supposed to be, you can at least get them to the playoffs. But what you want to do, you want to act a damn fool and be a diva-ass nigga and be a bitch-ass nigga. That's what he is, a bitch-ass nigga and a diva-ass nigga. And if you okay with shit like that, 
then I think y'all need to question yourselves because, again, I'm about character. And that's the type of individual I don't need on my team. So if I was Houston, I would trade his ass somewhere. Listen, I, listen I'll do what San Antonio did to Kawhi. Kawhi was fixated on going to the Lakers. That didn't happen. What did Coach Pop and San Antonio do? They said, not only are we going to trade you to the East, we're going to trade you out the country. We're going to send you to Toronto. Now, did they think he was going to win the championship there? No. But they didn't trade him to where he wanted. Now, all these teams is coming out the Woolworths. They're saying Denver might be interested in him. For what? Because guess what? Denver, you might have to trade up either Joker or Murray. You want to break that nucleus up for James Harden? No. Now they're saying Portland. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, yo. I don't know. Listen, I, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. But listen, he better get it together. He better get it together because you don't you don't postpone the game already. You put other teammates at risk. And you're supposed to be the leader of the team. This is what your leader do. This is your leader. Mm, 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 mm. Just a shame. Just a shame. Anyway, it's a wrap for that segment. I don't want to dig on that one too much. I think I said it. I think I said what I need to say. But uh, I am going to take a quick break because when I come back, Tony Dungy, I gotta talk to you now. Again, like I said, this episode is called "In My Bag" episode. I'm in my bag for this one. So, Mr. Tony Dungy, get ready, because I got to talk to you, too. So, when your boy comes back from his break, we're going to get into that. This is your man, Dre Day, Sports Way with Dre Day Podcast, episode 169. This is the Christmas episode. Your boy will be right back. Holla. What up, what up, what up? This is your man, Dre Day, Sports Way with Dre Day Podcast, The Hoods ESPN. And I just want to shout out, I know that this episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out Poddex.com. Use code Sportsway with Dre Day for 10% off your first order. Pod decks are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamefully their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com and use the code Sportsway with Dre Day for 10% off your order. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. I am back. And again, I'm in my bag. I'm back and I'm in my bag. Mr. Tony Dungy. Gotta talk to you. I have to talk to you. See, this is why, like, I'm glad I had, like, I'm glad that I got my last episode out the way. Because if you haven't noticed, I always do my... 
weekly recaps from the respected week. So this episode, I was able to, you know, step away from that and speak on other things that's been going on in the sports world. This one, I had to speak on this because it's dealing with my guy, Goatman, Tom Brady. I had to speak on it. I just had to. I know y'all didn't think that I was not going to speak about this. Tony Dungy, great man, God-fearing man, was on Uncle Shannon Sharp's show. Listen, I'm going to say Unc because, listen, everybody call him Unc, and that's the way I view him. You know what I'm saying? He's my long-distance Unc. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I, you know, I'm going to shout out his podcast, Club Shay Shay. He was on there. And he was left, Tom Brady was left off his top five toughest quarterbacks to defend list. My issue with this was, I mean, let me, let, I mean, let me not say it was an issue for me, but still. Everybody know Tom to go. So the fact that you left him off here, for me, that was just straight hate. That's the way I look at it. I look at it as straight hate. And it's no secret, you know, the time that, you know, he was in Indianapolis when Brady was with New England. You know, Brady was 5-3 and three against him and 2-1 and one in the postseason. I remember they had played, um, what was it? I think it was 2006. Six, if I'm not mistaken, 2005, 2006, if I'm not mistaken, they had met in the AFC championship game in Indianapolis and the Colts won that. But nonetheless, Brady was five and three against him. So maybe it was some hate there. Maybe that's why, you know, he didn't have him on his top five toughest quarterbacks to defend list. Now, the guys he had on here, I don't have that much of an issue, but I'm like, like I said, I'm in my bag with this. So I gotta defend my man Brady. Now, obviously, he's gonna listen, he's gonna ride for his guy Peyton, which which he should. For me, Peyton is the second greatest quarterback of all time. Brady is one, Peyton is two. Okay. So I really don't have an issue with that. Okay. He's gonna ride for his man. His reason for his picks was because he felt he went with quarterbacks that were mobile, that can get out the pocket, all this other good shit. You know what I'm saying? Which is cute. That's that, that's all fine and dandy. But what did it do for you? As far as winning Super Bowls, what did it do for you? He said Steve Young. Okay, cool. I give him that. Okay. Steve Young, three-time Super Bowl winner. But let's keep it real. He's really a one-time Super Bowl winner because the first two, he was a backup to Joe Montana. So he really didn't do much. He did win a Super Bowl MVP in 94, Super Bowl 29 against the Chargers where he, you know, six touchdown passes, just, just smoked the Chargers. I remember that Super Bowl. And I believe Steve Young, I believe, I think Steve Young has... An NFL MVP. I believe he does. Anyone that listens to this, when we get to that point, 
Let me know. Because I think he does. A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers. Listen, he's in my top five of quarterbacks of all time, okay? But let's keep it real. He wants to be so concerned about how mobile Aaron Rodgers is. Let's go with some of the other things that Aaron Rodgers is known for. Throwing teammates under the bus. Throwing coaches under the bus. Now, mind you, he ain't doing that this year because they're winning. But he has done that in the past. So you mean to tell me you'll take that quarterback, you'll take that type of quarterback over Tom Brady? Why? All because he's a mobile quarterback? Now, I, I, I will admit, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. In the pocket or out the pocket. I get all that. But to say that you would take A-Rod because he's more mobile than Tom Brady, what is your mobility going to do for you? What is it going to do for you when you have one Super Bowl and you haven't been there since 2010? What has that mobility have done for you? What has it done for you? Nothing. You got two Super Bowl MV you got two MVPs. You might get your third this year. If Patrick Mahomes ain't got nothing to say about it. You're 10 and 8 in the playoffs, but yet you'll rather take him over Tom Brady? Really? Okay. Now, pay, again, Peyton, I'm not arguing with. Because Peyton, that's his guy. He's going he gonna to ride with his guy, as he should. Maybe Belichick could take a page from that. But that's neither here nor there. He said John Elway. Okay. Okay. John Elway been to all these Super Bowls, right? He won his last two. You want to know why he won those last two? It wasn't because of him. It was because of Terrell Davis. It was because of the running game. John Elway has a Super Bowl MVP, I believe. I believe the last one. But I think they only gave it to him because it was his last year. And they wanted to send him off on the right track. You mean to tell me you'll take John Elway over Tom Brady? All because he's mobile? Okay. Okay, Dungy. Okay, cool. Who else he said? I'm trying to think of all the quarterbacks he said. He said Steve Young. I already spoke about that. He said, A-Rod, I already spoke about that. Listen, he listen, he's gonna ride for his man Peyton. But see, listen. And listen, it pains me to do this because I love Peyton Manning so much, but let's keep it real. Five-time MVP, yes. Two-time Super Bowl champ, yes, I get that. 12 and 13 in the playoffs. That's below 500 if you ask me. I just got my diploma a few years ago. So I'm extra good with math now. Nine times he was in the playoffs and he was one and out. That's somebody you taking over Tom Brady? All because they're mobile. First of all, Peyton ain't even mobile. Now that I think about it, when he needed to run, he ne when he needed to run, yes, absolutely. But when you look at Peyton Manning, you don't look at him as, as, as like a scrambling quarterback. You know what I'm saying? But again, these are the guys that you'll rather take over Tom Brady all because they're more mobile than Brady. Well, let me tell you what not being mobile has done for Tom Brady. 30 playoff wins. That's most for any quarterback. You want to know who's right behind him? Joe Montana with 16. Terry Bradshaw with 14. That means all the other quarterbacks that are currently in the league right now, they're probably not even in double digits. They probably don't even have more than 10. 
or they're close to it. Tom Brady is a three-time league MVP. He's a four-time Super Bowl MVP. He has six Super Bowls, been to nine of them. And that's, that's who's now on your list, Tony Dungy? That guy, it got to be hate. It has to be hate. Stevie Wonder can see that this is hate. Now, the thing that Brady did to respond to him when he did the, when he tweeted the 2014 AFC finalist banner from the Colts, I'm saying to myself, why would you put that up? Tony Dungy wasn't even the coach for the Colts at that time. So I don't understand why he did that, but I mean, he said he was having fun with Coach Dungy, but I don't see how you was having fun with him because you, 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 you responded to him with a team that he wasn't even a part of. So I don't understand that aspect, but I think this is pure hate. I think it's pure hate. I think Stevie Wonder and the late, great Ray Charles can see that from his grave that this is pure hate because of what Brady used to do to him when he was with the Colts. Let's be real. Let's keep it all the way 100. I have respect for all of the quarterbacks he said that was in his top five. I have respect for each and every one of them. They're all great. But if you ask me, there's no way in hell I'm taking any of them before Tom Brady. Because guess what? All that mobility, it's nice, it's cute, but is it going to get you to the ultimate destination? Is it going to get you to February and playing the Super Bowl? No, it won't. Having no goat man, that's going to get you to the Super Bowl. No way. No way in hell am I taking any of these guys over Tom Brady. No, it's not happening. My man, listen, my man ain't even having that much of a, listen, he's not even, I'm not going to say he's having a bad season this year. I'll say decent. Decent at best. But guess what? Tampa Bay still going to be in contention for the Super Bowl because of him. When it comes to playoff time, that's who I want under center. You can have all them other guys. El, listen, Tony Dungy can have Steve Young. He can have Aaron Rodgers. He can have Peyton. He can have John Elway. I don't know who the I don't I don't know who the fifth quarterback he said. I don't, I don't know. He just said top five, but those were the four names he mentioned. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that episode with Uncle Shea and Tony Dungy. So he could say that fifth quarterback, cause maybe 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 I maybe I maybe maybe I was reading into it too much and forgot. But yeah, but yeah, this is pure hate. It's pure disrespect to Brady. Everybody know Tom Brady to go. I don't want to hear nothing about oh because he ain't mobile. I don't care about him not being mobile. I care about him making clutch passes in fourth quarters and leading your team to victory in the Super Bowl. And he's done that. All six Super Bowls. He has had a game-winning or walk-off drive. Each one. Each one. And that's not who you're going to want as your quarterback? You'll take Steve Young over Tom Brady? Okay. You'll take Aaron Rodgers over Brady? Okay. Peyton? The Peyton one, listen... 
everybody's a lot of people might pick Peyton over Brady. A lot of people might pick Peyton over Brady. And I wouldn't even knock them. I won't. Because, I mean, for most people, Brady might be the greatest achieving quarterback, but just off of eye test and studying and knowing everything about the quarterback position, they'll go with Peyton over Brady. I'm not even going to knock him for that. Again, Peyton's my favorite quarterback. I love Peyton. But I'm not taking him over Tom Brady. Elway, you can have Elway. That's cool. I'll take 12. I'll take old Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. I'll take him. I'll take him. But yeah, that's it. It's a wrap for that segment. Don't want to be on that one that much either. Um, I got one more segment to do. I got to speak to Dwayne Haskins. Old Washington quarterback. Because uh, he's been on some bullshit. So I'm going to speak on that too. So I'm going to take one more break. We're going to get to that. This is episode 169 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. The Christmas episode. The In My Bag episode. So I'm going to take one more break. And I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Holla. What up? What up? What up? <clears throat> Your boy is back. This is the final segment of episode 169. And I just want to speak about this Dwayne Haskins thing. Uh, the quarterback for the Washington uh, football team. Dwayne Haskins, I think you are done in Washington once this season is over. Okay? I don't understand what it is with people and going to these damn strip clubs. I don't understand it, man. James Harden go. James Harden. Wayne Haskins. Nobody like nobody believes in wearing a goddamn mask. What is wrong with you people? We are in the middle of a pandemic. And you people are walking around not wearing a mask. Do y'all not know how many people have passed from this virus? Do you know how many people are currently in the hospital because of this disease? Because of this virus? I work in a hospital. I'm an essential worker. So I know. I'm glad he got fined $40,000. And I think the only reason why he probably wasn't suspended was because they're not so sure if Alex Smith will be available for this upcoming game against the Panthers. I think if they knew for sure he was going to be available, oh, chances are his ass was going to be suspended. Because if you ask Ron Rivera, I'm quite sure he wants to go with Alex Smith anyway. I don't think he wants to go... With Dwayne Haskins. And let me speak about the Ron Rivera thing. Okay. You were photographed at an event with strippers. While you weren't wearing a mask. Okay. Obviously you have to come back. To deal with your teammates. Bam. Now you're putting them at risk. You're also putting your coach. Who just went through his last phase. Of chemotherapy. Okay, he just rang the bell a few months ago being cancer free. 
You're putting him back at risk because of your actions. I'm glad they took the captain sticker or ban off your jersey because the way that you've been conducting yourself ain't no way in hell you're a captain. No way in hell. Now, I remember when he got drafted. The Giants were so fixated on wanting to have him. Giants, aren't you glad you didn't get him? Aren't you glad that y'all did not draft him as y'all quarterback? Now, I'm not saying Danny Dimes is the next coming of one of our great quarterbacks, but, hey, he got better judgment than Dwayne Haskin. Now, of course, afterwards, you know, he wants to do the whole you know, I'm sorry, you know, yada, 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 you know, he apologizes, you know, he has to step up to the plate, and you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, all the shit, you know, people say, you know, when they say, you know, they sorry and whatnot, but I can tell you for a fact, when this season is over, he's gone in Washington, he's gone. Now I don't know how I don't know how much he got remaining on that contract, but I would not be surprised if they cut him or they trade him. Talking about I know my team needs me. If you know your team needs you, why the hell would you be in the strip club? Why? Why? I need to step up to the plate and I can't be selfish. I need to stop getting in my own way. I'm putting things in motion as far as a plan for myself to be a better teammate. A better teammate how? First of all, you ain't that good to begin with. You ain't that good to, you ain't that you ain't that good to begin with. Let's keep it all the way 100. Let's go to the numbers, shall we? Should we do that? Should we go to the numbers? Let's go to the numbers. Cause sometimes you, you know sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta throw the numbers in there. Let's go to the numbers real quick on old Dwayne Haskins Jr. Five touchdowns, five interceptions. That's what he's done so far this season. That's what he's done so far this season. That's what he's done. Disappointment. Disappointment. His last game against Seattle. 55 passing attempts. 55 passing attempts? And you was close to 300 yards? For 55 attempts, you should damn near have 100. You should damn near have 400 yards. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Listen, Washington, all y'all need is one more win. That's all y'all need is one more win and y'all in the playoffs. Y'all control y'all own destiny right now. Y'all just need one more win. Just one more. You win this game against Carolina, you are in the playoffs. You are division champs. If you don't win, then you gotta then you gotta wait next week to play. Who is it? I think they play Philly to end the season. And they won that game earlier this year. You'll have to win that game. And the way Jalen Hurts is playing, y'all probably won't win that game. Especially if he's the quarterback. Now, I'm not saying Alex Smith 
is fine and dandy, but listen, from a team standpoint, I'm quite sure they'll rather have Alex Smith behind center than Dwayne Haskins. I know for a fact Ron Rivera rather have Alex Smith. With the career-threatening injury that he potentially was on the verge of having, even life-threatening, for him to even come back from that is inspiring. You don't think, you don't think those guys will ride for him? Run through a brick wall for him? They're not doing that for Dwayne Haskins. But young boy better get it together. He better get it together. I don't know what it is with these players and going to these strip clubs and going and, and listen, I, listen, I don't have a problem with you going to a strip club. Let me change that. I don't mind you going to a strip club. I don't. I don't mind it. But what is it with Char not wearing a mask? That's the shit I don't understand. Like, tell me, like, like, what is it with Char and not wearing a mask? You can have your fun. You can, you can throw your, you, can, you know, you can throw your singles on a female and have them shake their ass in front of you and all of that. That's cool. Go ahead. You need some entertainment. You need some entertainment. Cause you ain't you ain't entertaining on the football field. So maybe you need that type of entertainment. But wear a mask when you do it. Wear a mask when you do it. Don't put your teammates at risk. Don't put your coach at risk. He just beat this cancer shit. Don't put him at risk again. Come on now. But yeah, come on, young boy. You better get it together. Because I definitely believe when this season is over, he's gone. I don't see no way he's still in Washington. Now, of course, everybody is saying, you know, you know, the PR answers, you know, you know, Al, you know, Alex Smith came to his defense and was on some, you know, um, you know, he accepts, you know, he accepts what's happening to him. You know, they standing by him, you know, you know, saying all the good answers, saying all the safe answers. But I'm quite sure when them cameras is off and nobody's around them. Like, we can't wait to get this boy out of here. We can't wait to get him out of here. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think he's out of there when this season is over. I don't see a way he is still in a Washington uniform when this season is over. I just don't. I don't see it. But uh, I don't want to be on that that much. It's a wrap for this episode. Like I said, this is a Christmas episode. I'm going to make it a short and simple episode. Thank you to Everyone who has been supporting Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. This will be episode 169. This will be 169 episodes of Sportway with Dre Day Podcast. And I cannot be and I'm I cannot be thankful enough. I am truly blessed. I am truly humbled. I appreciate everyone who has been supporting the podcast, whether it was from episode one to now. Or when you jumped on the wave, whenever you did, as long as you jumped on the wave. I cannot thank y'all enough. I am so appreciative. I love getting behind this mic, speaking my shit. I love it. It's therapeutic for me. It's a stress reliever for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, but before I go, I want to let y'all know, yes, I still... Have Sportsway with Dre Day podcast merch. I still have shirts and I still have wristbands. The wristbands are about to be done. But some shirts, I still got about a good, I want to say 15 to 20 shirts. So if anybody is interested, holla at me, shoot me a DM. 
on IG, Sports Paper Dre Day Podcast, on my personal page, Dre Day1985, and we'll make it happen. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. You can check the podcast out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Amazon Music, um, I'm trying to think any streaming platform that podcasts is on, your boy is on there, except Tidal, okay? But again, thank y'all all for y'all support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, again, happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas, uh, happy Kwanzaa. Uh, today, I think everybody should be listening to The Temptations, Silent Night. That's the greatest Christmas song of all time, and I will say that until they bury me in the ground. Uh, spend time with your family. Watch the basketball games tonight. Uh, well, today. I know the Saints and Vikings play today. Watch that. Uh, enjoy the time with your family. Be safe. Stay safe. And closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sports with Dre Day Podcast. Again, to everyone, thank you for your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. Again, happy holidays to everyone. Be safe. Stay safe. God bless. Peace and love. Episode 169 is over, and your boy is out of here. Peace.